Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Active Quest episode 122. I'm one of your hosts, Joseph Aiden. Joining me today is the Chris Penwell in a new home. Chris Penwell in yeah. a new home. Hello, Chris. I'm, I'm not beautiful <laughs> today, apparently. Oh, no, you are beautiful. I'm sorry. Oh, God, I feel so bad. <laughs> no, I, I was just, just got so vaccinated, so I feel you... a bit weird. But... <laughs> oh, you're so you're so the vaxxed and newly homed. That's a verb now. Newly homed Chris Penwell. Mm-hmm. Hello, Chris. How Hi are there. Uh, I'm good. I'm flat broke. But other than that, I, I'm doing well. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel you. I definitely feel yep. you on that. Um, so a couple things. Hello, everybody. Thank you for Hi. joining us. Uh, so Josh isn't with us right now because he, I think he's like still on vacation or he's coming home from vacation. But we're trying to arrange something to where maybe Josh will, you know, be able to, to join us, uh, like maybe tomorrow or something. And we'll tack that on afterwards, something like that. Um, so hopefully that works out and, and they'll be able to, to join us there. So, um, this is going to be our E3 predictions episode. And we've done this before in the past. Uh, I don't know if we've exactly followed this formula. But we're, what we're going to do is we're going to just do round robin style and we're going to um, give there's two categories. There's going to be uh, things at E3 that we think will happen like that are likely using our educated brains to make a, 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 a hypothesis about <laughs> what we think will happen. And, and, and it's, it's supposed to be uh, something that's likely to happen. Then in the other category is our sort of fan uh, uh, like wish list kind of a deal. Things that we want to happen but probably won't necessarily happen. Um, so we, we've got uh, three of each of those. So six in total. And then if Josh can join us, they'll have theirs as well. Um, aside from that, there are a couple news stories uh, ahead of E3. Again, we're not going to go too crazy into the, the... I mean, it's just been nuts with all the leaks and everything with the E3 stuff. So we we're, we're just going to cover a couple uh points on that and then with the next episode i don't even know i i, I will do my best to be on the next episode but i'm going to be in the process of a move myself chris yeah so we'll we'll have to see what happens for next episode i might have to like record off my phone or something because i'm not going to have internet i don't know right it's it's pick i picked the worst time to, to move and i know this um, is last minute but maybe I could set up some like reviews of conferences with a few special guests if I can arrange that. That would be fantastic, Chris. You you mm-hmm. are more than welcome to do that. Um, um. So, Chris, everything okay on your end? Uh, you were telling me about the new place and how you've got your own office now. That's a huge deal. Yeah, I do have my own office, and conveniently, it's painted green, so I could probably use a green screen at some point. Um. Yeah, I, I just feel more comfortable. I'm less cramped. I've got two rooms. I've got a bedroom and an office now. So I don't have my That's bed awesome. in the same room as my office. So that right. makes my like work life better because I'm not thinking, oh, I could just go 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 on the, on the bed right now and work, you know, if I feel tired. But oh, like, no. I can force myself now to actually work in an office environment. And that's the best. Yeah. The um, that's a trap. Like it's a trap. 
when, 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 you're, <laughs> when your bed is in your office? Oh, no. Yeah, that's, that's no, no, not no, good. No, no, no. I like to write in cafes because I can oh. take my um, mind off of stuff. Um, I can, if I want to take a break, like a short break, I can just people watch and just drink tea, drink coffee, whatever, and then uh, get yeah. back to work, you know? So, yeah. That's a, that's a good point, and I'm probably going to actually have to do that when I move to the new place, since we won't mm-hmm. have internet for a minute, probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> Doing the podcast uh, live from a cafe. Oh, from a cafe. Ah, uh, God. I don't, uh, there, we could probably figure something out. Yeah. To make all that work uh i don't know we'll, we'll have to see i'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants right now but nonetheless we appreciate everybody for joining us remember you can always uh reach us on twitter at active quest show via email at activequestpodcast at gmail.com um and uh remember remember to keep those itunes ratings coming oh. um and share the show share the show with everybody it really helps us out uh chris you have something for me there? Yeah, uh, I'm getting it up. Uh, we got a new review. Oh, we did. Yep. Oh, beautiful. Okay. And you're gonna, and that's okay. So that's the thing we do. We yes. if you <laughs> if you leave us a review, preferably it's you leave us good reviews. But I, even we if got it's a, a douchebag one funny, on the UK site of uh, Apple Podcasts. Oh, really? Yeah. You say it's not my kind of thing. There, I oh, know. They're they're okay, uh, and they gave us two stars. So if you're from the uh, UK and you love the show, please rate us because like we only have one two star rating on there. It makes us look really bad. So you could really do us a solid if you <laughs> give us a five star review on the UK site if you're from the UK. Oh man, uh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, um, there's like Apple Podcasts now. They don't put in all the reviews into one page. It's like uh there's one for the states there's one for the canada there's one for uk so um this review here actually is from the canadian one and uh, it's from mm. uh someone called court lalonde l a l o n d e and this was on uh may 18th they say it was a pleasure to listen to and love the banter between the host. I feel like I'm listening to a couple of buddies. And that that's the kind of feel we want to get with this show. So I'm, I'm glad um, we provided that's that That's very nice. Yeah, thank you. Now, now, I do feel like we have a little bit of a home field advantage on that one since it's Canadian. Although, <laughs> what, what happened with the UK guy? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What, Chris? I don't know what happened. <laughs> We should have had home field advantage on that since you're both Canadian and British. Uh, I must have disconnected from the so. UK audience, apparently. Uh, I'm too Canadian maybe we now. Need to make, maybe we need to talk about beans for breakfast some more because I, that's apparently a thing and I just I discovered that and it's just a horrible, horrible thing. This is what people are um, interesting. So I'm looking at Bing right now and a question that comes up that people are asking actually are... Who are the hosts of the Active Quest podcast? So we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> okay. There's a genuine, That's genuine awesome. interest. So genuine awesome. interest. Okay. All right. Um, sorry about all the the, the banter. I guess well, people <laughs> like the banter. People like know. the banter. Um, people like the banter. Um, so a couple stories, and then we'll jump into our predictions. Um, I, the other thing too is that a lot of stuff is leaked, and I just like really don't want to cover that. Like leaks, yeah, leaks suck. I, it, it sucks, and 
like just it, it's in a week. Just watch the just do watch the thing in a week. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um, but one thing we 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 will talk a little bit about uh, Battlefield and the the article I have in the um show here. It has leaked stuff in it. We won't cover that stuff. But what we'll do is we'll just cover like you know, uh, when it when the Battlefield uh time the re- reveal is gonna be. And you know what we should do? We should probably just go through the um the ske- the whole schedule itself. I think. I yeah. Think that's a good idea. And then and then we'll get into our predictions. So, um, couple quick things here. Uh, there was a story. Um, well, there's a pretty lengthy. Uh, story over at the PlayStation blog. It was an interview with Herman Holst, um, head of Worldwide Studios over at Sony. And there were several different uh, tidbits there, but one of the big ones, um, obviously, aside from God of War 2 getting delayed, which we'll get to that shortly, is that uh, Sony Bend is working on a new IP. And there's a a couple things worth noting about that, Chris. Um, one of them is that it's going to be based on sort of the foundation of like the open world that was introduced in Days Gone. Right. Um, so that's kind of an in- interesting thing. The other thing is, <clears throat> I think a lot of people were maybe like concerned or maybe, maybe concerned is kind of too strong of a word, but, but I, people were sort of thinking like, man, what's going to happen to Bend? Like, you know, Days Gone didn't really light the world on fire. So, I think it's great to to see that they're still getting work and that it's a yeah. new IP. Um, Chris, I know you weren't the biggest Days Gone fan. No. Um, but what do you make of this new IP? It's interesting because it shows that PlayStation isn't interested in its older franchises, really, with Ben Studio. Like, they used to make Siphon Filter, right? And I think... Right. That'd be a really cool kind of exclusive for the PS5 that would feel current, you know? So it's interesting that they're not going back to that, especially as there's a lack of Metal Gear Solid games at the moment, and there's kind of like a void there. But I'm I'm happy that Ben Studio is getting more work. They're not just working on Uncharted games or a Last of Us remake. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's another open world game, you know? Like... <laughs> right like it, it, that's a good point it's yeah. playstation's formula now is kind of getting stale to me but i, I hope this changes yeah. with ben studio i hope they're very creative with what they do with the product project and not just put zombies in it yeah and let me read this <laughs> quote from uh herman holst here because i it, i mean we don't even know what the game is right but here's the quote this is from herman holst um, quote, Ben Studio is working on a very new, or sorry, a very exciting new IP that they're very, very passionate about. Um, they're building on the deep open world systems that they developed with Days Gone, so I'm really happy for Ben Studio. So, they're building on the deep open world systems. I'm somebody who gets hung up on, like, semantics a lot. It, yeah. Does this to you? Does this read as this game is going to be open world, or like you could make the argument that maybe it's not like quite open world, but it's just built on that system. But not that doesn't necessarily mean it's open world. Maybe it just has some similar mechanics. I don't know. It's too vague to really like dive that. I think him saying that make like makes it feel like it's going to be open world. Um. Yeah. And there's something I really want to say, but I'm not allowed to say it. So let's just okay. leave it at that. 
we'll leave it at that. Okay. Well, nonetheless, I, I actually, I liked Days Gone. I know you didn't like it. I liked it. Uh, and I think it's cool that Sony is giving them another shot because clearly that game was kind of a mess in the, in terms of development, right? And so I don't think Sony was pleased. Obviously, they didn't uh, sign them on for another, like, you know, a sequel. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see a new IP. I, I think um, Metacritic is, like, one of the most important things for Sony at this point because we saw a financial report from Sony with, like, yeah. the Metacritic scores, uh, uh, like, with each game. Right, so it right. It's I think Sony wants them to be reviewed very well, so it looks good for investors, right? Yeah, for sure. Good point. Um, cool. So that was just a little quick thing here. Uh, that's really it for the quick stuff. Um, just got two stories, and then we'll go over the schedule. So, Chris, uh, since we've got a lot of show to get through, are you ready to get into some quick news here? You ready for some news? Ready to go. Your face looked like you were shocked. Yeah. You looked shocked at what I was asking. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into some news. Um, all right. So God of War 2 was delayed. No, no surprise there. Uh, Santa, Sony Santa Monica put out a tweet with the announcement here. I will read this tweet from Sony Santa Monica or Santa Monica Studio. I never know what to... It's Santa Monica Studio, but I've heard it referred to as Sony Santa Monica. Same with Bend. Sony Bend. Bend Studio. I don't know. Anyway, quote, Since the release of the next God of War teaser last year, we've been humbled by the amount of love our community has shown us. We're incredibly grateful to see so many people excited to experience the next chapter of Kratos and Atreus' journey. We remain focused on delivering a top-quality game, while maintaining the safety and well-being of our team, creative partners, and family. With this in mind, we've made the decision to shift our release window to 2022. Thank you all for your continued support. Support. We've got some exciting things in the works that we can't wait to show you. End quote. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's just, I think, pretty sure everybody, everybody was just like, yeah, uh, if, uh, duh, it's delayed. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, I, Honestly, like, even when this was revealed, I was kind of like, there's no way this is coming out yeah. in 2021. There's just, and I think a lot of people, like, not to, not to sound like, oh, I know, you know, I, I have all the scoops. It's not like that. It's just this game. I mean, the other game was, uh, the first game was delayed a lot. Games just get delayed a lot. Just delay so, it. Yeah. Like, don't cause crunch. Like, excessive right. amounts of crunch, like Cyberpunk. You know, like, just mm-hmm. make it work. <laughs> you know um, take all the thing, time you need we've got I, enough games to play already oh for sure especially like this year i mean yeah. and there's probably a bunch of stuff we don't even know about one thing i want to say which honestly this is probably maybe a waste of time to even say this because our audience is probably people who wouldn't fall into this category anyway but i would like to at least mention that uh don't harass developers yeah. for d- game delays please like how many times do we have to keep saying that? Like, don't... Like, I saw, like, Alana Pierce, who works at Santa Monica Studio, who used to work at IGN. She was getting, like... I am not. I don't even want to read what somebody sent her yeah. because it's so horrific. But just... You're going to say all that because a video game was delayed? Like, seriously? Like, be an adult, please. 
Uh, anyway, um, we actually got a question about this, and I'm going to read it now because it's, it's right. relevant. Okay. Um, Andrew McMahon, friend of the show, features ev- editor over at Twin Minutes, says, Convince me God of War isn't overrated. Like, it's good, but it still sits at four out of five for me due to reputation. Um, I, I, I don't actually think God of War is overrated. Um, I think God of War is appropriately rated because I think it's a very good video game. And for me specifically, I'm a sucker for, like, like little things, like, when it comes to, like, cinematography. I know that we're talking about video games here, but, like, little, like, cinematography uh, tricks or, or, or like, kind of special things. And this game has a very interesting cinematography trick in that it's all in one take. I say trick in, like, quotes because obviously that's like a, a that was a huge endeavor and i just think that is so freaking cool not just from like a technical point of view but it makes the game feel more intimate and stuff and i think the combat's great it does have its its uh flaws but i really don't think god of war is overrated chris what do you think god of I, war overrated i don't think so like the story is en- engrossing the the this like the relationship between Kratos and Atreus is outstanding, in my opinion. Like, it's very... um, You feel the heart behind the development of this game, you know? The director of the game had a child, and you could tell that it was... That that storytelling was from the heart. And it was very... When that game came out and when it was in development, uh, they weren't very sure about that direction at first, because Kratos is, like, this hard-ass, you know? Um badass kind of guy so uh, i have to commend them for making this like one-dimensional character like like so interesting you know uh my one complaint would be the gameplay because i feel like the combat is a bit too repetitive and the bosses that show up you know with the big stones they appear way too often um uh god i really don't even remember that the the big Creatures? The big ogres, yeah, huh. yeah. the big ogres, oh, just the yeah, trolls, yeah, yeah. whoever that they they keep showing up. I'm like, okay, yeah. you could have a um, bit more variety there, um, but the combat is good. To, yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew, to your point, is is it a four out of five? Is it a five out of five? I I don't know. I I don't. I actually, I really don't think this game's overrated. No, I I I get why you would think that because it is talked about a lot. It's better than Red Dead Two. I like this. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to go. <laughs> I it may be. I don't know. I'd have to go back. With it, th- those came out in the same year, didn't they? Yeah, they did. That's what. That's what I'm right? saying. Like, uh, God of War got yeah. the game of the year and surprised everyone because everyone expected that, Red Dead Two was going to win it. That that's when we first started Active Quest. Yeah, actually, it was a thousand years ago. Mm. That was a, mm-hmm. that was five hundred thousand years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't think it's overrated, and I am very excited for the sequel. Um, okay. A couple things here. Battlefield 6. We're not going to talk about the leak, but what I do want to do here... Um, okay, cool. Alright, I found it here. Sorry about that. Uh, Alright, here's what I've got. This is a story from Polygon. Michael McWhorter. New Battlefield reveal coming on June 9th. Quote, Electronic Arts and developer DICE will reveal the next game in the Battlefield franchise on June 9th, the publisher announced Tuesday. This year's Battlefield will be unveiled next Wednesday at the, con- uh, at the conclusion of a countdown that starts at 10 a.m. 
Eastern Standard Time, 7 a.m. Pacific. Uh, exactly when the game will be revealed is unclear. Um, but, 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 oh, here we go. Uh, in April, DICE teased an imminent reveal of the game. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be the, the biggest team ever. Okay, so let me just let me read this last quote here. Um, quote, uh, we're in daily playtesting mode right now. This is from EA. Polishing, balancing, and making the best possible Battlefield game we can. I can tell you it's a bold step. It has everything we love about Battlefield, and it takes all of it to the next level. Epic scale, all-out military warfare, crazy, unexpected moments, game-changing destruction, massive battles packed with more players and mayhem than ever before, all brought to you, or all brought to life with the power of next-gen consoles and PCs, end quote. Um, so I've actually seen stuff on this, and I, yeah, I, I didn't go to the, the preview, but I've seen some stuff, and yeah, it's really cool. I'm not going to say anything, but yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> that's all I will say, because there are tons of leaks online. You guys can go look at that, but I'm, I'm not, I don't want to talk about that. On Where did the leaks here. come from? Uh, so what happened was they had this preview event, which w- was meant for just, you know, people like journalists and, and, and YouTubers and stuff, but what ended up happening was the YouTubers are not on the same not. wavelength as, as the journalists. Like, some of them are, I guess, but basically a YouTuber just, like, screen-capped the whole, <laughs> the whole presentation or whatever and then just, like, leaked it. Those basically. damn content creators. Man. Yeah, and, like, I, it, that's annoying because I don't, like, I don't want a publisher to, like, not do a preview event because they're like, oh, shit always gets leaked. Well, maybe just don't get, fucking do it. With check YouTubers. your check your people. <laughs> and like check, YouTubers are cool. Like they, they can be awesome. They have kind of credibility. Them, yeah. Um. But yeah, you just gotta make sure these people can follow the rules. You know. Or 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 like, I don't know if there was an NDA involved the with this. Thing. I I yeah. kind of assume so, but I don't know, man. I think the I think the journalists get embargo yeah embargo times more than like these content creators do and so i don't know i you're right they shouldn't just say no youtubers but i don't ah it's just kind of a bummer but anyway uh from what i've seen and from my, what i've heard other people say this game's gonna be really cool that's i don't awesome. think, i don't think that's i don't think that's breaking embargo or whatever mm-hmm. to, for me to say this game is gonna be cool all right um Cool. That's pretty much it for that. Uh, the final thing, Chris, I wanted to get through here before we get into our predictions uh, is I just wanted to go through the uh, E3 schedule. Yeah. Um, and so the other thing that's kind of annoying is that there's E3, but then there's Summer Game Fest, yeah. which is like separate from E3, I guess. And it's just... It's like a month long thing. It sounds like I'm complaining. <laughs> I, I maybe I am a little. The problem is it's just hard to keep track of everything. But anyway, this is just E3 stuff. So, uh, starts on Saturday, June 12th, and um, that will start with uh, press conferences from Ubisoft and Gearbox, and a session with GamesBeat, which GamesBeat is uh, where Jeff Grubb works. Yeah, there's going to be no game announcements. He said on his podcast. Okay. Well, you guys can go bother Jeff Grubb if you'd like. Yeah. 
Um, don't don't bother Jeff. No, no, he don't. He 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 says, "Oh, it's just gonna be two fat guys talking about games, and we're just gonna get a lot of shit over it." Yeah. Um, the other thing, let's see. Okay, Sunday, June thirteenth. This is kind of when stuff actually starts happening. Um, Microsoft and Bethesda's joint showcase will start at ten a.m. Pacific, one p.m. Eastern. Um, and this is so annoying because it says. Square Enix, PC Game Show, and Future Game Show are gonna be uh, are gonna be shown that day, but no times. Yeah, we don't what know what is with that. That's a that's a week from now. We don't know what time. I have no idea. And then Warner Brothers Games Back for Blood and Twenty Four Entertainment will be featured again at some point. We don't know when on Who Sunday. I'm looking at the E3. Uh, why? Yeah, I actually don't know. Here, let me Google that. We are professional podcasters here. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is um, a, there's a new multiplayer combat title called Naraka Blade Point. Okay, I've never even heard of that. Uh, <laughs> let me see what other games this company has done. You know what? I don't care. Oh, <laughs> it's a it's care. a sixty player action battle royale. Offering players okay. insane mobility powered by parkour and a grappling hook. A vast That's arsenal just, oh, of melee wow. and ranged weapons. And a roster of characters with powerful abilities. That sounds fun. I like how you say melee. Melee? No, you said melee. Melee? I like that. Oh, I like that. melee. Okay. What is, the, what is the second Smash Brothers game called? Melee. <laughs> okay. I say melee, but that's fine. Chris, do you it, while we're on the topic of the the words and pronouncing things hmm. and the and the British people. Yes. Do do they really eat beans for breakfast? Yes, we do. Is that is that Your baked God. beans is amazing on toast. Then you put a bit of cheese on top. On, on toast? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. On toast? Yeah. Oh. I'm making that for you when we go to E3 next year. I mean, I'll try I'll try it. It's good. That just sounds... Then you put some uh, bangers in there, too? Are they... Wait, hold on. I have a couple questions. Uh-huh. Are the beans sweet? Are they, like, sweet it's, beans? It's like it's like a little bit of tomato sauce in it, really. It tastes kind of like that. So it's, like, kind of bitter? No, it's, it's sweet. It's sweet? Okay. All right. All right, well, that's like, a horrible people, thing. People will back me up on this. You can get beans I here. know they do it. I know they. I know. I know. I've seen it. I just wanted to corroborate, and mm-hmm. uh, and I'm very upset now. And let's move on. You should be upset on it's Monday. Great. On Monday, June 14th. <laughs> um, what do we got here? There's a lot. Uh, mythical, mythical games, Freedom Games, Razor, and Capcom will have a thing. Doesn't really say what, but they'll have presentations at some point. Doesn't say the time. Yeah. Uh, as well as Take Two, which I do know what Take Two is doing. Um, that's been leaked as well. Oh. And then Verizon and Intellivision. So that's Monday. Yeah, Intellivision Capcom. has the new Very... console, Amico, coming out. That's right. like family focused. Yeah. Hey, so correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. I don't yeah. think I can't recall. And again, I'm I'm young compared to you know a lot of people who've been doing this for a while. I don't recall Capcom ever having a press conference or a whatever. A Never. Never, no. Yeah. But I think... Um, I, I think it's going to be like a casual thing. 
it's gonna be mm. that's what I'm thinking. It's gonna be like a panel like uh, in um I don't know, Comic Con or something. They've done that before. So I'm thinking maybe it ah. could be like that, or it could be like a proper presentation. I don't know. That's the thing with E three this year. Like there's a lack of clarity about stuff. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like Dude. Dude, well, can't you explain not only what's is there... go- what it's going to be about and <laughs> prepare us for it. Not only is there a lack of clarity about, like, the showcases and stuff and the times, which is fucking... I can't even believe... Like, we're yeah. a week out. By, ta- by the time you guys hear this episode, we'll be days out and, like, no time. Um, but also on the back end of, like, applying as media and, like... Yeah. I, like, why was that just such a shit show? Like, in the, like, the website was being weird and on monday when everything goes live for media and, and stuff and you, we can schedule appointments yeah. that's going to be an absolute mess yeah it's gonna be a mess Chris. yeah it is just be prepared for that okay tuesday june 15th um nintendo is going to be going and they'll be going on at 9 a.m pacific 12 p.m eastern and then that'll uh be followed by the treehouse live which is going to be three hours long of gameplay and stuff um, then on that same day, Bandai Namco, Eureka Games, and GameSpot will have events. Okay. Um, and then it'll end with the E3 awards show. So that's, that's that. Yeah. Uh, Bandai Namco, I, you've got to, well, we'll get into <laughs> predictions, I guess, but you've got to think Elden Ring, right? At Bandai Namco? Y- yeah, show? because the, the, the whole video was leaked, the trailer. Right. Um... So um, I think, yeah, that could be something that shows up. Yeah, speaking of Jeff Grubb, mm-hmm. Grubb. Jeff Grubb said Grubb, Grubb, Grubb said, <laughs> said that Eld, uh, Jeff Keighley is going to show off Elden Ring. So I, oh. at, at the, at the yeah, <laughs> it on... kind of feels like a redemption for him because everyone's been asking for it from him for a while. Right. So it's going to be good for <laughs> Jeff. And by the way, that wasn't something that just Jeff Grubb told me, that he has his own podcast, and he said that on his yeah. podcast. And so Summer Game Fest, which again, this is our E3 show, show we're doing here, not Summer Game Fest show, but I will say, um, let me get this schedule pulled up for Summer Game Fest, because I think the first day, it's called Kickoff Live. Yeah, that's going to be about two hours long. Right, that's June 10th. Mm-hmm. That's five days from now. By the time you oh my God. hear that. By the time you guys hear this episode, it'll be like a couple days later. Kickoff Live starts at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And apparently, Jeff Grubb said that Keeley's got Elden Ring, so possibly that's when it'll be shown. Mm. So, so I think you guys can look forward to that. Yeah, maybe we could get a little gameplay trailer, and then during Bandai Namco's thing, we could see like actual gameplay. Like, yeah. Well, I will like throw something. I think, yeah, I think that'd be. Um, that sounds likely uh chris mm-hmm. that's it really that's that's yeah it. that's it that's the show thank you everybody goodbye no goodbye. <laughs> let's all right goodbye um all right chris let's take a little break yeah you want, or do you want to wait on the break you want to let's, let's, let's keep going let's keep going if you're you want to keep going okay i'm yeah. well i'm not comfortable i'm always uncomfortable but oh, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep going <laughs> we'll keep going um cool all right let's get <laughs> Let's get into our predictions. So again, let me remind you of how this is going to work. Um, two categories, and let's let's separate the categories. Let's start with the category. What, what what would you like to start with, Chris? The category of 
stuff we think will happen or just stuff we want to happen? What we think will happen. What you think will happen? Let's end on a positive, yeah. End on a positive. But I do have positive things for the first section too that I think are going to happen. Hopefully we can get Josh's uh, his um, expectations and his wish list in here as well. Xbox, uh, Uh, you know, Halo Infinite is going to do so well. It's going to be the best game of the uh show. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to see it. Oh, hello, Josh. I didn't know you were. <laughs> hey, I, I'm just uh, I'm just cuddling my Xbox. Um, I just came back from my uh, vacation, and uh, <laughs> yeah, having a good time. Uh, fuck you Josh, guys. What? Fuck you guys, Josh. What? Um, what is Xbox Game Pass? Uh, it's the, the best deal. It's just the best deal. <laughs> it's just the best deal. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> They're just the best deal. Um, all right. That was our Josh cameo. There you go. Um, cool. All right. What we think will happen. Um, and what do you want to flip a coin or something to see who goes first? Here, let's flip a coin. Okay. Chris, heads or tails? Heads. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, you're first. Okay. So you get, you have to decide. Okay. You, you get to dis- or, or well, you win. You it was heads, so you get to decide who, if, who goes first. I guess I'll if, go do first. You wanna go first. I'll go first. Yeah. Okay, you can go first. All right. I've... And by the way, I don't know. I don't know what he. No. This is the way. The reason why it's weird. It seems like it's like we're not prepared. We're not. But also, <laughs> but also, I don't know what Chris has. This is a surprise. Okay. And he doesn't know what I. He doesn't know what I have. No. no. So yeah. All right. Take it away. I. This is gonna be a strange one to start with. Um, I think Destroy All Humans 3 will be officially announced um, because there was a tease in one of the trailers for Destroy All Humans' uh, remake. I think that is very likely. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I think that is very likely. Um, Deep Silver, they tweeted recently. This is from Deep Silver. Our parent company, Kosh, Kosh, Kosh Media, <laughs> is making an announcement. <laughs> is making an announcement as part of Summer Game Fest on June 11th. To give you a heads up, you won't see Dead Island, Saints Row, Metro, or Time Splitters there, or at any other E3 2021 event. We'll let you know when we have other news to share. Notice that Destroy Our Humans is not a part of this list, Chris. Exactly. So I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh. Anything else on that? Like, do you know what it's gonna look like, or? I think what, it would take it's... place in a different time period. Probably, I think the last game was in the seventies, so we'll probably see it in the eighties this time. Hmm. Yeah, the eighties are kind of coming back now. Yeah. War zones in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stranger Things. Was, oh, wasn't that in the eighties? I don't know exactly what's gonna happen. There's gonna be spoofs of Rambo and I don't know all that kind of stuff too. A Terminator and shit. A Terminator, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Um, I wish I could be more enthusiastic about that prediction. Yeah, I know. I don't like, but this is reality. I don't like right? destroy. I know. Yeah, I don't really like destroy all humans, but I, I think that's, I think that's a safe bet. Um, cool. All right, let me go to my list here. Mine is my first one's a little boring and safe. Okay. But if we're going to be based in reality, I have to say that GTA 6 will not appear at E3. Hey, <laughs> right. Hey, I don't, that's it, really. Um, yeah, that's all I've got on that. Uh, 
we aren't like we can assume that game is in development. I think so. Like, why wouldn't it be in development? But also, GTA Five is about to release on PS Five again. You know, whatever. But we've seen uh, sales uh, slump recently. Um, we haven't seen it on the well, top ten or top twenty for a while. So maybe it'll be soon time to see it on new heart the, the, the new game. But, uh, yeah. Um. And you, when you say slump, you mean just in comparison to how it used to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, the right. Top yeah, right. Exactly. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Rockstar. They're, they're fine. Slump. They're fine. Yeah, I think they're all right. Um, you know what? I'm gonna couple this by saying no GTA Six, but 2021 is the 20th anniversary of GTA Three. Whoa. And I'll leave it at that. Whoa. And I'll leave it at that. And oh, oh, and I will say this. And I will say this. Take two has a presentation or whatever something that they're doing. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, I, I I don't know anything. I just want to preface. I don't know things, but I will say that it is the 20th anniversary of like one of the most important open world games of all time. So, anyway, Chris, what do you got? Uh, still keeping in the category of what we think will happen. Okay, uh, I think uh, Final Fantasy 16 will not be releasing in 2021. Okay, and, and, but, so, how does that tie to E3? You think we'll see something on it? I think we'll see uh, something just... on Final Fantasy 16. Some gameplay, yeah. more context, more about the characters, right. like a story trailer, perhaps, so we know more yeah. about what's going on in the world, but I don't think that's releasing in 2021. I think uh, another oh. will be in its place, so this is going to be a two-parter. I think that rumored Team Ninja Final Fantasy game that we've been seeing, that's more like a Souls-like. Oh. I yeah. think that will release um, in th- this year. And I think that's going to be a spin-off to Final Fantasy 16. Cool. Yeah, so uh, I think Fanbyte broke that story. So go, yep. go, go read. And why don't, we, we should probably link that. Um, I'm not going to read through the whole story here, but just, just to give the, the listeners some info here. Um, Fanbyte did break this story. Square Enix is set to announce a new action RPG Final Fantasy spinoff, and it will apparently be developed by Team Ninja, um, who, that, that's the team that made uh, Dissidia NT. Chris, are you familiar with this Dissidia? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, hopefully their, their, their next attempt is a little bit better. But yeah, like you mentioned, it, it it's gonna play similarly to Neo, which people love Neo, um, and it's apparently gonna be called Final Fantasy Origin. Okay. So I don't really know how that ties to Final Fantasy sixteen, but I might be wrong then I, about I, that. But I I think that game's coming before Final Fantasy sixteen because well, it could take the place of World of Final Fantasy. Where that spinoff released before Final Fantasy fifteen, so Square Enix has a track record of doing that kind of stuff. And Kari Tecmo mm. develops games super fast. <laughs> yeah, what's up with hey why yeah. is that? By I don't the way? know. What what it's like it's like time affects them differently or something. Yeah. I don't, it's very bizarre. What I don't understand. <laughs> Not all of them are good, no. but they but <laughs> They sure do like to make those vi- those Video computer games. games. Yeah. Those gosh darn computer games. All right. 
Uh, yeah, Chris, I'm with you. I don't think Final Fantasy uh, 16 is coming out this year. But I, since we don't know much about this action RPG, and we're just, we're just going to assume that it's real, because it, there's a lot of sources that, that say that it's real. Yeah, but, but since we don't know much about this, I think it's, I'm more inclined to think that it's probably coming out this year. So, yeah, uh, the, the spinoff, that is. Um, cool. All right, my next one is Monster Hunter 6 gets revealed. Oh, really? Or wait, 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 hold on. Not 6. Sorry, <laughs> I fucked that up. World 2. Monster Hunter World 2 gets revealed. Monster Hunter World 2, or is it 6? Was there a five? No. Whatever. The next, the next main line. Let's see. There was four. Maybe it's five. Monster Hunter five. Is five world? I don't I know. I think the next. Yeah, the next Monster Hunter. I think it would be called World Two, just because of that name recognition now. World is so important. Yeah. Yeah. But... yeah. Uh, and so I think this will be. Yeah, it'll be like built on the foundation of World. Uh, you know run better blah 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 and i see the thing with the monster hunter series is it's very complicated right but somehow world managed to sell a gajillion copies in his capcom's best-selling game i still like don't believe that yeah i i don't i can't believe that that monster hunter is their best-selling franchise like i just can't believe that (laughs) but anyway um i don't know what it's gonna have I, i don't i you know I don't have any specifics on what I want or what I expect, but yeah, the next mainline Monster Hunter game, I think, will be revealed during Capcom's presentation. And also, I think that was something that was leaked. Uh, remember Cap- that Capcom leak that happened like a year ago or something? I don't know if you remember that. There's a bunch of, like, one of, like Dragon's Dogma 2 is apparently going to be there. I don't know. Um, and this was leaked like years ago. So, yeah. That that's a that's my second prediction. I think that is likely. Chris, yep. your last last prediction. Okay, uh, I think I think I mentioned this a few episodes ago, but I believe that more 3DS games will be ported to the Nintendo Switch because we've kind of yeah. run out of Wii U games. Now there's 3DS games to work on, so it could be Fire Emblem, could be Kid Icarus, it could be Eber Oasis. Uh, there could be all sorts of games that they could bring from the 3DS, which has a really great library to the Switch. Yeah. Um, is there one you'd like to see in particular? I know you're yeah. a big Kid Icarus fan. Kid Icarus right? Uprising, yeah. because I want to play it with proper controls. Um, right. I've never oh finished my God, it, that game. but I want to finish it with proper controls and experience yeah. that with HD graphics, with the multiplayer mode still in there. Um, that'd be that'd be fantastic. Um, I tried playing that game and my hand hurt after about ten minutes. Yeah, no, because of the way it's it it, it, it came with that peripheral. It came with that peripheral. Remember, for you to hold the system up, it, it, and so your hands don't hurt. Oh my god, yeah. Um, so you think it'd be like a port of the 3DS game, not yeah. like a new game? But I think the most likely one is going to be a Fire Emblem collection or like Awakening and um, Fates. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think like. There's definitely a certainty of that happening. 
Okay. I like uh, Fire Emblem, so I am into that. Cool. So, Chris, uh, that's uh, those are our predictions for what we think will happen. Let me yep. read through mine again just to, just to remind everybody. No GTA 6, but perhaps something GTA 3 related since it's the 20th anniversary. Monster Hunter World 2 or 6 or 5, whatever the next... Because it's weird. There's like generations and then there, there's <laughs> spinoffs, but I don't know. The next mainline Monster Hunter game, I think it'll be World 2. Um, oh, and then my last one. Let me give you my last one here. Banjo-Kazooie <gasps> at Microsoft Showcase. No, you think that's I, happening? I think Banjo-Kazooie is going to be revealed. At, <laughs> I, think, I think that's likely. Again, I don't have any scoops. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not... I, I, don't, I didn't see any leaks. I think Banjo-Kazooie is going to be at Microsoft That'd Showcase. That would be huge. I think, yeah, I think it's it's early for that but i think microsoft is like in such a great place right now just with game pass and all these acquisitions and stuff and obviously the bethesda stuff and look and their show's gonna be 90 minutes long yeah i mean i think maybe just the logo or whatever maybe a little bit more i i think banjo kazooie is gonna be at microsoft showcase i i i can think of a developer who might make it i i think playful studios who made the super lucky tail games uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. possible. Um, they're, they're so no, so no rare game. though. Uh, I don't think don't Rare's think rare? focused on Everwild right now, so I don't think they'll yeah. get to Banjo. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's my list. No GTA Six, Monster Hunter World Two, Banjo Kazooie. Chris, you want to run down your list of what you think will happen one more time? Yeah. So, Destroy All Humans Three gets announced um, because there was a tease. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 will not be releasing in 2021. I think the Team Ninja game, uh, Final Fantasy Origin, whatever it's called, um, that will release yeah. instead uh, in 2021. And then uh, my last one was uh, more 3DS games coming to the Switch. So a Fire Emblem, a Fire Emblem connect, uh, collection, Kid Icarus, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Chris... Mm-hmm. Now that we have all the boring stuff out of the way, <laughs> I don't think that was very boring. Let's... Banjo no, is no. very exciting. Let's like Michael Cosuera. He would shit a brick if that ever happens. Yeah, if if Banjo. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> um, let's get in to what we think or what we want to happen. This is just us just trying to will things into existence. Uh, this is going to be more just speculative and 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 just what would be awesome uh to see from us so chris you want to go first yeah i'll go first um this one's a bit predictable sorry you know oh uh, yeah wait, so, wait wait hold on let wait wait hold on let me do a prediction of your prediction <laughs> hold on <laughs> yeah okay go for it yeah hold on wait wait go for it. uh kingdom hearts 4 no, Kingdom Hearts Four. No, oh, not Kingdom Hearts because Four because they they said that Kingdom Hearts news won't be coming until next year. So okay, well, let me do. Let me try one more. Let me try one. Uh, sure. New Rayman. No, no, but I'd love to see that personally. Uh, it is about Kingdom okay, Hearts. Okay, all right, go ahead. But I think there's going to be a okay. new Kingdom. Uh, there's going to be a Kingdom Hearts collection on Switch, and then Sora comes to Smash. Oh wow, dude! Uh, if Sora came to Smash, I think that like the internet would lose yeah. its mind. Yeah. I would lose my mind. Like, that would just the whole neighborhood would know that I'm absolutely mental. <laughs> Man, yeah. 
You gotta think that's happening, right? Like, I'm not too in- no. engrossed in the Smash community, but... It's all down to Disney. You gotta think that's... Oh. Uh, are there any other Disney characters in... No. Smash? Nope. No? There aren't any, right? No. Nope. Uh, yeah. Hmm. But that would be a dream mm. announcement. It's kind of that at that point now, there's only two characters left. And it seems, you know, uh, the Smash series is going to take a, a long break, a long hiatus. So, right. I don't know. Um, it seems like with so many characters now, you can't really top it. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. We, we know there are two characters left. Yes. Do we know if both of them are going to be revealed at E3? No. Or... But people are saying that there might be two. We don't know of any. There's been no leaks whatsoever. Which is kind of making me nervous. Because it could be just a Nintendo character. Right. I I am going to err on the side of that they're not going to announce Sora for Smash. Just because... That's just how it's been, like it's just been disappointment up until this point. I but I, if they want to end on a high note, maybe I don't know. They they rarely do though. Like right, Incineroar <laughs> yeah. was the last one. Bayonetta was the last one for a game. Uh, what was the other one? Um, I know for last season it was Byleth from Fire Emblem. So they ha- don't really have that kind of scaling up to like the biggest kind of announcement ever right so i think e3 mm. this time this is the last moment of like a really huge character show to show up so uh, i'm thinking someone that would blow the internet away would be zora but also master chief oh wow yeah master chief or crash master chief is not gonna happen crash though crash i I think Crash is the most likely yeah? out of those. You think? Out of those three. But, like, can you imagine like Sonic, Crash, and uh, Mario fighting each other? Oh my god! Yeah. And then I, the stage. Actually... <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, there'd be like boxes you could crash on top of. It'd and be stuff, on the beach or, or bounce on. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be awesome. Um, I I don't I hate to say this, but I don't think it's sorry. I think it I think it will be Crash. I hate to say that. I, I'm sorry. I, I hope I'm wrong. Or what if it's both? What if it's both? What if it's Sora and Crash? Holy fuck, the oh, would gee. just melt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I hope me wants I, it to be Spyro, but I know Crash is the more dominant right. character. Yeah. Um, I know how much that means to you, and I know how much that means to everybody like the in the Smash community. I hope it's Sora. I really do. Uh, my mind I would hope it's Sora. blown. Like, <laughs> if it's Jonesy, it's not right. No, not again. Uh, Don't start right. Don't start right. I hope it's I hope it's not Jonesy. All right, Chris. Yep. Uh, keeping in the spirit of predicting each other's predictions, <laughs> what do you think? Oh. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, um, my first prediction is, or just one of them. I just want to see if you'll. If you'll this is my wish list prediction. Uh. Gun to head. Gun to head. <laughs> Uh, another Resident Evil gets announced for the Switch. No. Um, okay. <laughs> no. Uh, you're gonna kick. You're gonna kick yourself when I tell you. Oh God. Uh, Wario Land Five. Oh shit. Wario. Wario Land Five. Yeah. Please. You know, Nintendo. This is tangentially related or, or mildly related. Uh, they they Nintendo sent out this survey asking if people would pay sixty or fifty dollars. 
for a WarioWare game. Yeah. While I would while I would much prefer a Wario Land game, if we got WarioWare, I would be thrilled. I would be over the moon if we Those got games Wario are great. Wear, but and that works so well yeah. with the Switch. <laughs> I know. And it would be funny and weird, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those games are great. But I would shit into another dimension. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> if, we, <laughs> if, uh, if we got Wario Land 5. It's not going to happen. That's why it's on this list instead of the other one. It's not going to happen because Nintendo doesn't give a shit about Wario. But... If that happened, there would most certainly be tears from me and lots of screaming, and I would probably get naked. I don't know why those three things (laughs) would happen, but that's Hopefully you're not on a Game Informer stream. (laughs) Oh my god. No, I don't think I I will be. Um, (laughs) uh, Chris, what's your next one? I dare you, Alex Van Aken, to put him on during the Nintendo Direct. I dare you. Oh god. No, I don't. For the... the, (laughs) sake of game before i don't i don't think they <laughs> okay chris what's your next one? Oh, okay um let's see here i would love to see the jack and daxter series get remastered like show of the colossus and crash bandicoot um oh yeah i think that is likely i i, I just want to see more 3d platform i love it's like ape escape yeah and uh, sly cooper you know because Ratchet, mm-hmm. he's awesome. But some other PlayStation heroes need some love as well. So you see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what team do you think makes it, if it, if it is a thing? Uh, Jack and Daxter. Uh, it's definitely not Naughty Dog. It'd be no. someone yeah. like Sanzaru Games. Yeah. I, don't, I think Bluepoint is working on Metal Gear Solid. Um. But and also mm-hmm. maybe something else that I'm going to mention the next, uh, with the next uh, your, your prediction. Next yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, I would like to see it too. I really like the Dragon Daxter games. You know, twenty years ago. God, I hate that. That Chris, don't you hate that? That was twenty years yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Is it twenty Woof. years ago? It'd be twenty years to next year. Um. So um, maybe oh, okay. that oh. could get announced for a 2022 release. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's been. Let's see. I thought it came out in 2001. I could be wrong. Yeah, the first one came out in 2001. Oh, okay. So, so maybe, maybe four... we'll get a surprise announcement for a 20th anniversary collection. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, Alright, my next one. This is, again, unsurprising. Splinter Cell! Please! Yeah. Again, you know, for the for the seventh year in a row, literally, <laughs> ple- or eighth year. Please, Splinter Cell, please... Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, I don't have. I'm tired of begging for it. You just it. need That's to it. get an Oculus VR headset. Oh, or or just play any other game that's published from Ubisoft, <laughs> right? That that just for some reason has Sam Fisher in it, but they will refuse to make a new Splinter Cell game. Oh God! You can make it work. So, with the open world stuff. Yeah, I I would love for like. I'd be thrilled, whatever it is, just because yeah. I miss that series so much. But yeah, I would kind of almost like it to be kind of in, like almost like Hitman, not necessarily in like tone, but maybe like in sort of structure where there's like uh, multiple ways you can handle things and, and it's sort of like a sandbox. I think that'd be really cool. Mm. Uh, but that's it. Just and you know how the you know how the reveal would be. You know how it would be. It would the, the, it would go dark. 
and then you would just see the three lights, the three green lights from Sam Fisher's helmet, and then it, you would know exactly what it is, and the internet would lose its mind. Yeah. That's how it would go, and that's, that's what I want. Chris, what is, I guess this is your final pick. What is your final pick? Please forgive me for this uh, prediction, because it's going to be a second Kingdom Hearts one. I'm, I apologize. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. God help us all. <laughs> I think, because it's going to be the 20th anniversary next year, there'll be a remake by Blue Point Games of the first game. Oh, the first Kingdom Hearts? Yes. I will bet you a steak dinner that's not happening. I know that. I know that, but I, <laughs> like, I feel like that's a game that kind of needs a remake. Like the platform oh, for sure. feels a bit odd. It's still my favorite game um, ever. Like I just love the world yeah. exploration, the story elements like that, but I think like the platforming sections are pretty difficult yeah. to control and some of yeah. the camera issues do come up so i would love to see that game get re-enhanced and you know remastered from the ground up that'd be amazing but i doubt it i doubt it i, I will i'll tell you this i think that will happen at some point yeah like maybe 10 years from now i don't know i i most certainly think that's gonna I think because Kingdom Hearts is just so important and like Square has made it clear that they like, you know, re-releasing things and yeah. and eventually you're going to get to the point where you can't just re-release the first game on the PS7 or whatever. <laughs> like or PS6, whatever. You like eventually that's going to not hold up, right? Or I yeah. like you said it doesn't hold up now. So, I definitely think that's going to happen. But I don't think it's happening anytime soon. So. Yeah, and I think there's a rumor that Bluepoint is actually working on Legacy of Kane for Scranix. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. Um, speaking of Bluepoint, Chris. Yeah. Why don't I give you? Why don't I give you my last one? Mine is kind of in the same. Metal Gear Solid. Um, yeah, Metal. That's mine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Metal Gear Solid. It's one of my favorite series, but that first game, it's just so rough. Like. Yeah. Like. It, it, like that came out in what, what was that 98 i think is when that game came out and like there's it's still like you can still play it and it's it, it's if you try really hard you can get through it but the controls are rough and all that but um you mentioned blue point i've heard blue point too and you, i have been hearing blue point for like i feel like the past year or whatever yeah. um but i don't have like tangible evidence to support that i've just heard people say that uh i i think it's likely and and that's what's nice about this prediction is that i think it's actually likely um because you know blue point is working on something yeah right like i don't know and konami has some news coming up they've said like some tantalizing news so a metal gear solid remake would be pretty huge I guess the other thing I keep thinking about is like how that would work without Kojima. And like, I guess you don't need you, not, I guess you, you, you don't need Kojima to, to remake the first Metal Gear Solid game, but I like the idea of seeing anything new that's Metal Gear Solid related without Kojima at Konami. It just like almost doesn't sit well with me, I guess. You know, I have but, a feeling that Kojima but with this would being be a remake, I guess. Oh, working with 
but but that would mean that he would have to work with i think it's a playstation and konami thing so kojima's working with playstation on working on this stuff huh and then playstation's just Uh, licensing the metal gear solid license uh god I don't know. The more I think about it, the the less likely I think that is to happen now. Don't give up now hope. I'm sad. <laughs> don't give up hope. Well, Anything can happen in this the, industry. The, I mean, if that if that does happen and it's anywhere near as good as the Demon Souls remake was, I I, I mean, I, I would be in heaven because that the Demon Souls remake is just so I mean, that is like like that should be the definition of what a remake is. I think that remake is so good. Oh, I, I I do want to ask you actually before we move on, like, was um the creator of the Souls series involved with Demon Souls? No, no, but, exactly. That's why it's like it could it could work, but even without Kojima, I yeah, and I think that's valid. Um, the only thing that comes up in my mind though is that there was like bad blood there with Kojima and Konami. Yeah. And so it's a little bit different, but your point still stands. But I will say that I think uh, Miyazaki from the Souls series, I think he like gave Bluepoint his blessing. Yeah, I remember that. Whatever. Yeah. Like, so yeah, he wasn't like working on it, but I think he like verbally said, I approve of this or something. I don't know. So I don't know. I just keep thinking about Konami and and Kojima because it's a little messy. Um,. All right, that uh, that's it for our predictions, Chris. Let's finish up the show mm-hmm. with our listener questions. Actually, here, let's run through our predictions one more time. Uh, this this is our okay. wish list for E three. Yep. So uh, you want to go first? All right. So my wish list would be the Kingdom Hearts collection on Switch mm-hmm. uh, and Sora in Smash. Um, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts remake by Blue Point Games, and then. Um, the Jack and Daxter series coming back, or Sly Cooper, or any kind of two D platformer being remade. A three D platformer. A three D platform. Sorry. Three D. Brain. Yeah. Yeah. Vaccine. Brain. Vaccine. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, Wario Land Five. Although that's not going to happen, I I will take a WarioWare game and be glad about that too. Uh, Splinter Cell and uh, Metal Gear Solid remake by Blue Point Games. Um, it could be remade by a different studio that isn't Blue Point, but I would really like for it to be to be Blue Point because they're just so good at what they do. I I um, want to ask this are... right before we go on. Metroid Prime Four, is it going to happen? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no way. Okay, no steak dinner. Yeah, steak dinner. I'm not no, betting no. a steak That's dinner on that, but I just want to ask. Oh, okay. No, okay. there's no way. The the reason why there's no way is because. That game already messed up. You know, it's already it was already bad that they had to restart. They are not talking about that game until it is like close to launching. It's and been that, two and years. Ready to go with that. I, I think they have to I, show some I progress. Would, it's been the four year anniversary since it got announced, so I think that would give some people security. Well, yeah, but I guess, but you can't really even take like you can't. That doesn't count really because it had to restart. So, so right. Really, but it's it, been two years. I don't, two year develop. Two I years is a long time. Yeah, I just I'm 
I'm completely just forgetting about that game right now. <laughs> I would love to. And you know what? Here, I can add another. I would love to see the, the Metroid Prime trilogy for Switch. I would love yeah, to see that. Yeah, me too. I, just, I want to catch up. My... I know, yeah, I'm just, like, I'm tired of being disappointed. I'm tired of being hurt, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Ubisoft um, will keep okay. hurting you with uh, Splinter Cell. But I know. We'll live. And, and, Ninten- and Nintendo with Wario. Yeah. So, all right, let's take a little break, and then when we come back, we'll do listener questions, and then we'll talk about what we've been playing, although I don't know that we have much to say on that. So we're, we'll be wrapping up here shortly. So we will be right back. All right, everybody, we are back. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, remember, uh, you can always reach us on uh, Twitter at ActiveQuestShow via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. The reason I bring that up is because this is a part of the show where we answer your listener questions. Um, and so you can reach us the, the ways I just mentioned or on uh, every Wednesday we post our Twitter thread where we ask for questions and comments from our audience. And we really do appreciate that let me get this pulled up here our first question we we already answered the one from andrew so thank you for that andrew um our next one here uh this is from sterling silver sterling asks do you think this is the switch's most important e3 since we're in the console's second half of its of its life i think is what nice uh, second uh, second half of its life and it's gotten releases for all the major franchises um, we get to see where their priorities are with smaller series and if they're getting sequels to certain games. You know, I hadn't considered this, but I think... I don't know that it's its most important either. I don't know. I, that's, that's too, that's, that's too uh, big of a statement to make. But I, I think you're right, Sterling. I think uh, this E3 is going to be hugely important for Nintendo because of the, the points you mentioned here. Um, see where these properties are, kind of set the tone for the next couple of years, and especially with the Switch Pro, which we haven't even mentioned, because, again, I'm tired of being hurt. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I yeah, and, like, you know, Zelda and all that stuff, um, and see if we're getting sequel. Yeah, it could be, it, it, it could be the Switch's most important E3. Um, I think maybe its first E3 was also very important. Because of the whole Wii U could, could, uh, debacle. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think this is a good point. Uh, Chris, what do you think on Sterling's question here? I think this year is going to be the start of the second phase for the Switch. We're going to start seeing sequels of the main titles like Splatoon. You know, Splatoon 3 is going to come out next year. I think we'll see more of Breath of the Wild 2. And everyone says, like, it's a guarantee that it's going to be there, but I disagree. You know, I, I think anything could happen with that game, especially Zelda. So I, I don't yeah. I don't think anything is a guarantee of that. Um we're getting new Pokemon yeah. games, you know, with um Legends Arceus coming out and uh, uh Diamond and Pearl remakes. Uh yeah. Like um, Kirby the, the could probably one... appear again. Um for a new mm-hmm. game. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. The last Kirby game came out in twenty eighteen, so I think yep. I think we're due. It could be I think we're about due, yeah. And then only um, Mario I wanna... maybe. Yeah, maybe new Mar- I want to say though, um, Andy Robinson over at VGC did pretty much confirm that uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess are coming this year. Awesome! And with it, with it being the celebration of the Legend of Zelda's what is it, thirty fifth anniversary? Um, 
what better showcase than E3, uh, you know, to, to reveal those ports or remakes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in keeping, in keeping with the idea of the 35th anniversary of Zelda, I, that's why I think people are saying Breath of the Wild 2 will be there. And to sort of, like, couple that with the, the Switch Pro, I don't know. It is very speculative, but... They could certainly it's... just do a Zelda Direct later on, though. That's true, too. That's true, too. Um, but I, I guess I'm thinking, like, if those games are supposed to come out this year, or at least the Wind Waker and um, Twilight Princess, you've got to have, like, a, some marketing time behind that. And yeah. but while, while, I th- while I think you're right, they could just do a Zelda Direct, you know, in, like, August or something. I don't know. E3 is just so important, you would think they would do it at E3. But it's Nintendo, who knows? The the reason that my counterpunch to that, though, would be um, Zelda Skyward Sword needs to be promoted for Nintendo. Yeah. So I could definitely see them waiting until Skyward Sword is out for them to announce the next few remasters. That's true, too. And then, like, I think... The other- there's a possibility as well. I was talking about the 3DS games earlier. Link Between the Worlds could be part of the celebration too. Oh, that would be rad. Yeah. Oh, because I, I, I really love that game. It's real ugly. It doesn't look very good. But <laughs> but if they ported that to Switch and it made, you know, made it look better, oh man, I would love that. Yeah. Um, cool. Thank you, Sterling. Um, next question. This is from PlayStation, friend of the show. Why do people gotta complain about cross-gen titles? Yeah, so we didn't we didn't cover this in the the main round of show. Just, but yeah, God of War and Horizon and Gran Turismo Seven, all these new games are also coming out on PS4, and people are mad about that. Um, I actually did a write up for this over at Inverse that you guys can can check out, but. I was sort of like breaking down the arguments of each and we don't really have to like dive too deep into this because it is kind of a big topic. But Chris, where do you fall on this on this argument about the um, the, the cross gen games? Where, where do you where do you fall? I'm kind of disappointed, I have to be honest, but that's kind of selfish mm-hmm. at the same time because, you know, people can't get PS5s. Um, right. And I, I'd love them to be in stock so people can check them out. And but. At the same time, I think it makes sense that these are available yeah. to everyone on PS4, just because COVID really messed up a lot of people's budgets, and for sure. them to make money on the current software that they're bringing out, they need to release them on consoles that have over a hundred million owners. You know, um, right. I hope. I hope. Like, I I think I said this earlier on Twitter, but I I, I want it to last that this kind of thing to last for like one more year, maybe two perhaps, while PS5s are going back into production. Right. Um, yeah. I, I just feel yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I, I want to see um, PlayStation first party titles to utilize the full capabilities of the PS5, like the SSD and um, the DualSense technology. Um, I, yeah. I like to see games based around that rather than I oh, would just add them in for extra details. You know, like I want to see more gameplay opportunities from the better hardware. So it's it's a mix yeah. there. Like I, I'm 
you know, I, I'm fine with the games coming out on PS4 for now, but I do want to see that general generational leap at some point. Yeah. So a couple things with that. Um, the one thing is that Sony is kind of contradicting itself because it did at the start of this generation say, we believe in generations, mm. you know, and they were kind of snarky about that. And then, you know, they, then this happens. The one thing I will say is that in a lot of cases where there's cross-generational games, the games suffer because of it, right? For, because it's just spreading your resources too thinly across both, both versions, and then it just neither version really benefits from that. Like, you know, Cyberpunk, that's a, that's a classic example, right? But what I will say is that Sony has a very positive track record with its exclusive yes. games. And if there's any company that I think could pull off those cross-generational games, it's Sony. I think they've earned that trust. Yeah, they they have a history of that too with the Vita and the PS3. You know, they had like Sly Cooper on there. They had PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. They had all sorts of different right exclusives that were available on both platforms. So we're seeing that again with PS4 yeah. and PS5. And I think it's smart to have that set up where, like, okay, you played the PS4 version. Once you get your PS5, you're all set because it's going to be a free upgrade. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I totally get your point, and I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. These games, would I think, would be better if they were just built from the ground up with PS5 in mind and not having to worry about PS4. Yeah. It's just from a business perspective, that just doesn't... It, I, they're gonna sell fewer copies if it's exclusive, right? Yeah. So and yeah. Ratchet looks so, I mean, very promising. PS5. Ratchet looks very promising. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Chris. Uh, we've got one more question here. Bet you can't guess who it's from. Mm. Is it from Josh? <laughs> no, it's not. Where, from is, Josh. where is Josh? Did Turner uh, and Hooch kill him? What's going on? Turner, maybe, maybe Turner and Hooch. He finally got us. All one right. of us. Our our last question here is from. Number one Turner and Hooch fan. <laughs> I couldn't hear a word you were saying there. I, I couldn't hear anything. All right, Chris. Um, here, I'll do it for you so the listeners can hear. Hooch. Okay. Turner and Hooch says, Hey, buccaronis, I need some help. <laughs> it, before we get to the rest of this question, if somebody starts their request with, hey, buccaronis, I need some help, I am way more inclined to help. I just want to say. <laughs> you're, much, you're much more likely to get my help if you start off with, hey, buccaronis, I need some help. Right. I just want Jeff Keeley to go, hey, buccaronis, welcome to the Summer Game Fest. Yeah, world premiere. <laughs> world premiere, right, buccaronis. Here we go. Buccaronis. All right. Can you send me some cheat codes for the mummy on PS1? <laughs> Brendan Fraser is looking pretty rough, and I want to give him a funny hat. This is really funny. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this game before, but it, it obviously looks awful now. Um, this was the first PlayStation game I, 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 I bought. Or, well, I, didn't, oh. I guess I didn't buy it, but this was the first PlayStation game that I ever, like, was like given to me as a gift but what was funny about this is my grandma would do this thing with me where she would like go whatever we'd go to a store or wherever 
and I would see something I want, and she would go, okay, I'll get it for you now, but it's for your birthday, and you can't get it until your birthday. Mm. So she, she bought it for me, and then I, I, guess my, I guess Christmas came first or something. I don't know. The, the way it lined up, I got Spider-Man on the PS1 first. And then, I, and then I guess I got this maybe for Christmas. So she said birthday and then gave it to me for Christmas. I don't know. But anyway, this was the first game that was ever purchased for me as a gift. And, it, and it, that, it's kind of significant for that. But if you look at this game, it looks like trash. It looks like yeah. absolute butt. <laughs> Did you Google a picture of it? No, I, I was actually watching Josh, our friend Josh Nichols, uh, streaming it um, on oh, Jack, uh, Jack Josh nice. or whatever. Um, I can't remember his yeah. exact channel name, but I think that's it. Um, and it's it was very a, funny. Yeah. It was very, very funny to watch, and Josh oh, was really God. into it. Yep. So I'm looking up an image of this. Okay, do you guys know like the the Harry Potter PS1 game? There's yeah. that famous meme of Hagrid, mm-hmm. just like horribly like. I polygonal. love that game. Yeah, it's actually not bad. It uh, obviously I don't think holds up now. Yeah. But anyway, but but oh man, I'm looking at these screenshots for the Mummy. Fucking awesome. <laughs> so this is for so this is for PS1. I think this wasn't during a time when like licensed games like this would come out on like all current platforms, you know? Yeah. So I there might be like a Game Boy version. There yeah, is a Game Boy version a Game Boy that's version. a turn based RPG. Oh yeah, see that would happen a lot. Yeah. There would be a licensed game and it would come out on multiple platforms, but they would all be like different genres. Yeah, or like some of them would be the PS One version and the PS Two versions of the Harry Potter games are very different as well. Yeah, I kind of like the PS One versions better. Same, same. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. I that that was just my memory as a kid. Anyway, um, okay. Thank you for the questions, everybody. We really appreciate that. Um, and also while we're talking about that, why don't you let us know your E three predictions? You can add us on Twitter or you know get a hold of us in some way. Uh, and maybe we'll read them on the show or something. Yeah, let us know your predictions. I think that, that would be fun. Um, Chris, uh, I haven't really been playing anything. Do you want to end the show with what we've been playing here? I don't know if you've been playing anything that you're able to talk about. Uh, I've just been playing Fortnite as well as the game I can't talk about. Oh, actually, there is a game uh, I can talk about. Uh, Virtua Fighter Ultimate Showdown on the ps5 oh yeah didn't that just come out that just just came came out out, right yeah i saw like you played a little bit of it i think um no no you didn't no okay uh no i haven't i haven't played that strange why do you think that hold on i think it showed up on your friend list uh, on the friend list or something you're Uh, playing it but it might be a mistake on place yeah on playstation yeah i better not have trophies for this what the hell no okay no okay i might be mistaken okay no uh, I'll yeah, edit I did that not out. play that game. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you leave it. Leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> leave it in. Leave it in. Fuck it. Leave it in. All right. Uh, Fuck it. But Versa Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown is actually pretty impressive of what it's done. So um, they've updated the models with Yakuza like um, <laughs> graphics. So like all the facial mm. animation looks actually pretty good, and then the stages have been uh, beautifully realized. Um, with uh, on the PS4 and PS5, uh, yeah, like it, it, it's pretty fun actually. Like it has a decent uh, tutorial mode that shows you the ropes of like, okay, this is our unique mechanics. Um, this is how you input moves, stuff like that, and uh, it also shows you how to do combos right with each character, which I found very helpful. Hell yeah! I just wish it showed like, like in Tekken, it actually shows you 
the a video of how it should be implemented, but that's actually lacking in Virtual Fighter Five. So maybe with the next game they could do that. Uh, online and, is and this is. Oh sorry. Oh I'm I'm sorry. I was just gonna. This is a like a remaster of Virtual Fighter. Yeah, 5, it's a triple right? A remaster, like the Crash Insane Trilogy or Shadow Colossus, that kind of stuff. It's built up. Um, uh, from the Yakuza engine, I think it's called the Dragon Engine, if I remember correctly. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, and it was made with M2 and Ria Go Gataku, I think their name is called, uh, the developer of the Yakuza games. So, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm impressed. I think I'm going to play more of this game. Um, I wrote a few guides for it actually on Gamepur, and uh, yeah, like the, the online's a, it's a PS surprisingly game, good, right? Yeah. PS Plus game um, for the next few months, I think. So go redeem it; it's worth a download. Go check it out. Um, uh, oh, it's it's going to be a plus game for the next few months. I think so. Yeah, and it's on PlayStation now oh, as well. Cool. Uh, but the online works amazing. I, I from from my experience so far, I've had no lag, and that's very important in a fighting game. So yeah, totally for recommend sure. it. Um, the characters um, are a little old fashioned. Um, they're from a different time. Well, it's an old game. Yeah, it's yeah, an old game. Yeah, yeah, but if you can look past that, great. great. It's a great fighting game. Cool. Anything else, Chris? I have Fortnite. <laughs> I played Fortnite. Uh, mm-hmm. I've This is the first time I've finished Battle Pass, so I've got to rank 100 now. Got all the skins, Damn. all the costumes. And I don't know why, but I've really got into this season just because the bow and arrow is so satisfying to use. Um, I love the different challenges it, it gave us like throughout the season. Uh, yeah, I like all the different events, the locations, like the spire. You know, it, it looks yeah. epic. And I'm looking forward to the next season, which is going to be sci-fi themed. So it's going to be aliens taking over. Um, hopefully you'll see some Star Wars here and there. Um, Maybe. Yeah. That'll be out in the next couple weeks. Yes, uh, I think like two more weeks or something like that. Yeah, uh, I think it's happening uh, this week from the time you're listening. Oh, really? Yeah. Normally they do like 14 week seasons. Maybe it is. Yeah, you could be right. I think it's June huh. 8th. And... Oh, that. Oh, wow. That is like that is like the day this show goes live or maybe the day before that. Huh. Could be. OK. Yeah. Good to know. Um, cool. Uh, I just want to mention Resident Evil Village. I got the platinum in that game. Uh, it's funny because you know there are all these like trophies for beating it on the hardest difficulty and beating the game with only using a knife and all that stuff but like once you unlock like certain items you can just breeze through the game like super easily um i think the uh mercenary challenges are the hardest just because you have to like keep your combo going and stuff it's really hard um i will say my time that i got on it let me get the let me pull this up because i was thoroughly impressed with my time um my final time for speed run on this game i'm pulling it up now was an hour 43 minutes and and just for just for comparison's sake the the world record or at least maybe it's not the world record now but like maybe like as of a week ago was an hour 26 minutes that's impressive so so like I'm only I'm like less than twenty minutes off of the world record, and the world record does like a a 
glitch or i don't know not a glitch i don't know what you want to call it but they like go out of bounds to like uh, skip over to a section so like I, I didn't do that and so so that's my time with without that out of bounds glitch so okay. i i'm tooting my own horn right now yeah i'm tooting my own horn <laughs> i just so realized i can talk about the mystery game now because the embargo is today from you listening to this so i played ratchet and clank oh. rift apart Review code provided by PlayStation Canada. Thank you. Uh, cool. Yeah, I'm very excited to talk about this because uh, this is an amazing 3D platformer. I grew up on these games, like the Ratchet and Clank games. Like um, the characters are so um, lovable. You know, they're 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 very relatable, and the worlds are just gorgeous. Like everyone compares it to Pixar. You know, in terms of the animation yeah. and the worlds, but I, 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 like the comparison is perfect. You know, just because of how bright and colorful and vibrant everything is, like how everything is animated is so immaculate, and like it has like it has like that Looney Tunes feel where it's like bouncy and like there's all sorts of things happening on screen. There's um, chaos, <laughs> but it's it's a beautiful symphony of uh, weapons and uh wrenches and uh all sorts of <laughs> crazy crazy enemies like dinosaurs and stuff so uh I, I so where do i go from this so the story has you um play as two different characters so you're playing as ratchet and rivet and you're like with each planet you're kind of switching between the both and so yeah. Sorry. Uh, can you switch? Can you switch on the fly, or no? Does each planet? So oh, okay. each planet, so each planet is has its dedicated own, yeah. to its own kind of characters, right? So, okay. um, Ratchet, um, and then uh, Rivet meets Clank, right? So there's kind of like that interesting kind of dynamic happening again because we're we're used to Ratchet and Clank being together, you know. Um, so right. it's nice yeah. to have a little twist on the on the series you know as the dimensions have kind of like rifted apart and we're seeing ultimate dimensions where what if ratchet is a girl and it's rivet yeah there's like if you're a fan of the series there's so many throwbacks and you'll be delighted i think um that i i i think the game is more crude than it has been for a long time and part of the charm of the original games was that kind of like cheeky kind of humor. And I think that's partly back in Rift Apart. You know, I've seen a few things here and there um, that call it back. Um, and like for in terms of gameplay, uh, what I really love about this is that it's kind of gone more open world. I, I was mentioning this earlier with PlayStation games, uh, but this is another open world game from that publisher, and I, I love I like how they actually um, introduced that to Ratchet. I think it's the next evolution of the series uh, because you're mm. solving puzzles as you go around the worlds. Um, they're pretty large, actually. They like it take you a few minutes to get from one place to another, um, and like. The, the the set pieces, the monuments you find, all that kind of stuff, all the collectibles, they're very, they're thoroughly entertaining um, to to find and explore. Um, I I and also it makes it easier for people who 
one to find collectibles because it marks like every um kind of like uh, at, at certain points it marks like every kind of like item you can find every collectible on the map as oh, soon as you like awesome. in that vicinity it actually marks it um it's still quite challenging to actually find them <laughs> and solve the puzzle that way but i i do love insomniac's kind of like approach to like okay with um here's raritanium behind this wave of enemies you know and they they kind of interact with you based on like the world itself and what's going on around you right um it it feels like a yeah. more evolved kind of like version of ratchet and i'm i'm very excited um to play more of rift apart um as this weekend goes by um i'll have a review up by the time this episode comes up um it will be on uh tech raptor so go read it there awesome um i did w- i did want to ask you yeah. um so you're how how far in are you at this point I'm about four hours, three or four hours in. Um, I've been kind of sidetracked by kind of like um, guides work and all sorts of like collectible finding, right? right? So I'm having like a different experience to what most would probably uh, find uh, while playing this game. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's fantastic. This game, I like, I love exploring the different worlds. Um, it's kind of, I guess I should mention this, like on this planet called Sargasso, it's kind of like a, a swampland kind of area. And I found that in some places in the open world, it was kind of bugged or it, it, it was like, you're not meant to go on that platform. You know, you're not meant to go on top of this like rocky surface, you know? And I came across that oh, a few weird. times. So it kind of felt a bit awkward at points because when I died at a certain area in the game from falling into the water or something like that, it kind of, the checkpoint was in an area that was inconvenient. (laughs) Right. Um, Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So it's not near anything that you need or uh, any creatures that you can ride on, you know? So it's, it was a little strange at points. Thankfully, uh, got my way worked my way around it um but yeah like just keep that in mind while you're exploring the world just like don't go to places that have no items or collectibles because it's probably bad news <laughs> yeah um i wonder if that'll get patched or something i, I like think so i think so yeah. yeah 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 cool um well perhaps you'll have more to talk uh about uh, ratchet and clank on next next episode okay yeah, and so yeah, we'll just want to we'll, we'll publish this um in time for embargo so that way everybody you know we don't yeah. uh, make any. It'd be the normal time. <laughs> It'd be the normal time. Oh yeah, cool, awesome. Um, Chris, that's all I have for this episode. Uh, uh you wanna you wanna wrap up here and say goodnight? Yeah. Um, first thing cool. I want to say, I thoroughly recommend. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, so go check it out. Go support 3D platformers. Um, I like it's it's an amazing game that kind of like goes beyond what your expectations are for that kind of game. So check it out. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Penwell Writes. I you can find my written work on Gamepur, where I'm writing a lot of guides. Uh, Tech Raptor. Um, Retroware, where I'm going to be covering E3 for them, so 
watch out there for like a bunch of indie interviews and retro um focused interviews as well uh yeah and also you can listen to go beyond my hierogdemia podcast each and every wednesday uh vaughn hyde and i we go through each and every episode of the show in excruciating detail and uh it's a lot of fun especially if you're a my hierogdemia fan and vaughn is hilarious so if you don't like listening to me you should listen to him i i like that that's a that's a great way to to still bring people in (laughs) that's awesome uh cool chris um thanks for your time here uh thank you everybody for listening and remember you can find me on twitter at joseph yaden you can find my work um at digital trends and inverse i'm a i'm a staff writer at inverse now part-time that was the announcement i had i didn't know when i could make that announcement so woo yeah um so you'll be finding my work there. Still going to be doing news and stuff over at Digital Trends. But um, yeah, for Inverse, like I said, I did that, uh, that piece on um, sort of the, the pros and cons of the cross-generational uh, idea. Uh, and that was sparked by, by Sony's decision to you know, bring those you know, popular sequels to, to PS4 and PS5. I also did this. This was really fascinating. I did... Um, a piece on the most interesting or most wild or whatever you want to call it, uh, fan theories about Elden Ring. <laughs> and I've got to say, the fans, the Elden Ring fans are, first of all, very creative, but they are like, it, it's like super diehard fans. Like, this group of Elden Ring fans made their own Elden Ring game. It's only a teaser trailer. Like, what is that to get off of? They they basically they got tired of waiting for Elden Ring and so they made their own oh, Elden okay. Ring and it's like it's like playable so you get I don't know that like we can play it but there's a playable version of it somewhere <laughs> and there's a there's a video that you can watch on that so anyway you can check that out um, Chris uh, let's say goodbye for the day thank you everybody for listening um, stay tuned uh, next week for our E3 coverage as well uh, don't know how that's gonna work with my no. moving situation but we'll figure something out. And I don't know. Well, we might put Josh's. I don't know if Josh. I don't know if Josh's uh, E3 predictions will have made it into this episode. I hope they do. I don't know that right now because this, we're back in time. <laughs> so we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, Chris, I hope uh, hope you have a good night. Thank yep. you for joining me on this episode. And I'm gonna go take a nap and eat a sandwich mm-hmm. in that order. And if you want to hear more E3 predictions from me, you can go listen to the Canadian Geek Cast. I'm not technically Canadian. I kind of am, so I kinda count. You're you're Canadian. Yeah. You're yeah, Canadian. yeah, yeah. So alright. We will catch you on the next one everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.